theyeshiva.net. What was the main point we learned about last year? That the Neshama goes through the whole journey on earth and under the earth, so to speak, in order to become a Be'er Mayim Chaya. And the Balatanya said, never confuse the journey with the destination. Never define the journey as your essential state. Sometimes a person goes through things, but those things don't constitute your essence. You have to know what is the journey and who you are. Because if a person doesn't know that, so then they sometimes take on properties of the journey that becomes them, and then they don't already know who they are. And that's always a key. You know, I may be sent somewhere, but I was sent there. That's not me. A person has to be able to understand their own identity. And they said, that's why we say every morning, we start off the brachas, alakai. It's not to get morbid and start talking about the opposite of life. It's to understand what the neshama is and who the neshama is and the journey of the neshama. And therefore to know never to mistake the means for the ends, the journey for the tachlis, for the ultimate purpose, as he explains at length. And this allows a person, this allows the water to flow through the earth, be filtered through the earth, circulated through the earth, and actually become much more fresh and much more clean and much more crystal clear and much more vibrant and much more hydrating to the person, actually like any other, more than any other source of water. That was one of the main, uh, the main points. But like every well, it can be eclipsed, it can be covered up by earth, by soil, by dust, by gravel, by, by rocks and pebbles. And therefore you have the chafarua, and you have the karua, you need the chfira, you need the kriya, he described the difference of the two words, in order to explore and find the source of water, find the mayim chayim. But it's never a question that the mayim chayim is there. The only question is how much I have to dig. Never doubt... It's not like when you're digging physically, there may be water here, there may not be water here. And the truth is, if you dig deep enough, you probably found, find water. But the Mayim Chayim here is always there. It's, not, uh, it's never a source that can, be, that can be dried up. But you need the Chafarua, and you need the Karua. And he says, who, who, dug, who digs it? Be'er Chafarua Sarim. That's the this language of the Shira. What's Sarim? So Sarim is, he said, Avraham Yitzchak. And Yaakov, who are the Sarim, the, the founding fathers, so to speak, the leaders of the, the, the progenitors of the Jewish people, especially Yaakov, who Chazal say was Bachur Shabbavas, the chosen one, including both Avraham and Yitzchak. And his name was, Kis, Yaakov's name was Yisrael, Kisarisa Imalakim, Vimanashim Batuchal. When he was given the name, the adversary told him, because you wrestled with Elakim and with people, and vatuchal, and you prevailed. And he explains at length what that means. Kisarisa melekim represents, it's a remis for the wrestling with the tzimtzum, with the concealment, going to the space of achtos Hashem, and in anoshim is malachim. In chumash often anoshim, like by Mavram Avinu, vayar v'ine, anoshim. And he explains what does it mean to wrestle with malachim. That malachim are all one-dimensional. 
A malach can't do more than one shlichus. Yeah. Why? Because the malach represents a keli for a certain flow, for a certain ashpa. And if this keli is filled, this is my identity. The uniqueness of Yaakov Avinu. And Hashem is Torah. And Torah, he says, is, is the Torah includes everything. So therefore, Yaakov is sarisim anosh. Anoshim, if I'm this, I'm not this. The Torah can include paradoxes. Achas dibir elikim. Shtayim zushamati. When Moshe hits the rock, kepatish, yefoitz it selach, as I'll say. It's one rock, but it's splintered into many pieces. It's one fire, but it's splintered, so to speak, into many sparks. And it's all one fire. Achas dibir elikim. Even though shtayim zushamati. So it comes out in two opposite experiences, but it's really an akuda of achas. That ability to create oneness from diversity, to be able to synthesize paradoxes, to be able to not get splintered and fragmented, like the Malach says, I'm this, I'm not this. That's the uniqueness of the Adam. And that's why the person is anything but monolithic. The person is anything but uniform. The person is anything but in one dimension constantly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know such people. Maybe, maybe there's a few people like that. They're always in the same state. There's a beautiful verse from the Mezitcha Magid. It's a Hafla de Kivort. The Gemara says in Shabbos, Meseches Shabbos, Daflamet Aleph, it's a very famous story, that a non-Jew came to Shammai, right? And he asked him to teach him the whole Torah on one foot. So, Shammai apparently was involved with real estate, like all good Jews. Yeah, why was he holy? Somehow he had an Amas Abinyan. I don't know. The Gemara doesn't say that he was involved. I'm just saying he had an Amas Abinyan. Amas, Amas is a stick that was used for measuring, measuring, uh, uh, what? Meets and bounds. Meets and bounds, yeah. Which was used for Binyan, for struct, for, for, for construction. So he had the Amas Abinyan, Dochafoy, boom, with the stick, So he came to Hillel, and Hillel told him, I'll do it. What you dislike to be done to you, don't do to your friend. That's the whole Torah. Everything else is commentary. Go learn the commentary. And he became a convert. So the Magid asked the famous question, why did Hillel have to throw Marashul? I mean Shammai, sorry. Yeah, Obviously he felt that the guy wasn't ready. You know, teach me the whole Torah on one leg. You know, Go into a medical school and say, teach me everything that's available in medicine in 20 seconds. Thank you. You're not a serious student. One, how long could you stand on one leg? For a minute, for 20 seconds. If you're an athlete for, for a longer time, you're going to learn the whole title. What the Gemara is, Medayek Dachfoy Bamas HaBinyin. He pushed him away with a stick and a stick of binyin. So you could say, well, that's what happened. But if Chazal chose that detail, it was like how he pushed him. What if he pushed him away with his, with his hands? What if he sent the Gabbai to throw him out? Kaminig? <laughs> As the Minig is. He didn't throw him out himself. Ain't <laughs> And Mechal, what do you have to throw somebody out? You could be nice. Yeah. The Shammai says in Prikayovis, Perik Aleph, Shammai, Ve'avei Mechabel, as Kol Adam, Beseve Panam Yafis. Kol Adam actually means every person. So, 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 so tell him you're not ready. So the Magad of Mezuch says, there's a deeper interpretation here. The person wanted to convert, but he said he wants it to be al regal achas. He wants to always remain on the same foot. He always wants to remain on the same foundation. A regal, a foot, holds up a table. He wants achas. Achas doesn't only mean one. Achas also means uniform, the same. 
It's the same. So he says he always wants to remain. Now he's inspired. He's uplifted. He's infused. He's enthusiastic. He always wants to remain on that regal. You know, as they say in English, on the right foot. He wants to always remain standing on one regal, the same foundation. It should be day in and day out. He asked Shammai, what's the Eitzah? That once your heart gets on fire, it stays on fire. Right? It's like a couple of husband will come and say, what's the Eitzah? I'm having a good day in my marriage. How do I sustain the same mood forever? You know, how do you freeze Kodak moments? You know, Kodak moments, Aleya Mashalom. Yeah, because it doesn't exist. Kodak moments, boom, freeze it, as I use us. So for a picture, it can work. That's a Shaila. So Shammai told him, Dochafoy ba'amas ha'binyin. The whole binyin of Bria Sa'olam doesn't work this way. There's night and there's day. There's sunset and sunrise. You think you're going to be the only one that's not part of the binyin? Dochafoy ba'amas ha'binyin is not just physical. That itself was the sheer. He said, Amas ha'binyin, the structure of creation has a measuring stick. It has a system, there's a rhythm, there's a beat to the universe that the Rebbeinu Shalom there's a beat. There's Aliyas and there's Yeridus, there's night and there's day. There's moments we're up, there's moments we're in. You think you're the only one who's going to be out of that? It doesn't work that way. We fluctuate. So he came to Hillel. Hillel, the Maggit says this, Hillel didn't argue with Shammai. Hillel was Mazbe. <laughs> Hillel explained Hagufakasha. So he says, Hillel was being Mazber Shammai. Shammai said the Nekudah, and Hillel explained. Hillel made it palpable. What did Hillel say? What you dislike to be done to you, don't do to somebody else. Which means as follows. He says, how did you become a Ger suddenly? Why are you coming into the Beis Medrash? You have, no, you have nothing better to do than become a Jew? <laughs> right? Like the Gemara says in Yavamas, those who learned Yavamas, when a Ger comes, you tell them, with dvuyim and schufim, it's, it's not the wisest thing to become a Jew. You start dealing with anti-Semitism. What's dafstas? <laughs> Be a good guy. You'll get your elam habak. Sidiyum asylum. Yerushalm chelam elam habak. We have we have nothing against non-Jews. The only religion that doesn't say that there's no salvation outside of Judaism is Judaism, right? Other religions, yeah. There's no salvation outside of this, outside of that, outside of that. Chazal say it's a toiseft and the Rambam paskins laloch and hilchas malachim chasidiyum asylum. Right? Beautiful Elam Haba. There's a Makubal Avedis HaKodesh of Meir Ben Gaba. He says, even have Tchiyas HaMesim. It's fascinating. Even Tchiyas HaMesim. Sefer Avedis HaKodesh. It's a very prominent Sefer in Kabbalah. It was written in the 1400s. The Meir Ben Gaba is one of the big Makubalim in Spain. I saw it myself in Avedis, Sefer Avedis HaKodesh. So the Pshat is, why did you suddenly become a Ger? What happened? The Chidah writes, always in Gemara, there's an expression, Katan is gadol, a minor who became an adult, Evet Shen a slave who was emancipated. You would expect Goy Shen a Goy who converted, never. Throughout Shas, it's always Geir Shen So the Chidah picks up on it, and the Chidah says he was a Geir before he was this guy. <laughs> there was a Nitzutz. Why would somebody be driven to convert for authentic reasons. Why? What, what, what's this thing I want to become? Why? What, what do you need it for? Elamai, it's who you are. You'll ask a question. Why, why am I I? <laughs> this is who I am. Gershon is guy. He was a ger before. But the Nitzutz 
was very concealed. It was dormant. It takes 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. Yeah, you sometimes meet people in the world, converts. It's a palace of applying, you know. They were surrounded by goyishkeit on every level. Everything was as good and normal and predictable. And suddenly, out of nowhere, they had to make this whole ruckus. Why? Agitakash, gershin is gai. It's a gay, he's a gay before. So the maggot asks this person, what happened to you? You were alive 30 years, 40 years, we don't know the age, whatever the age was, without being a Jew. Why suddenly do you come into the base Medrash to start asking questions you want to learn Torah? The answer is, there was another Jew who had a nephila. There was another Jew who had a difficult moment, and he fell down spiritually and emotionally. He fell into the abyss. And as he falls into the abyss, he picked himself up. And when he picked himself up, he attracted all the nitzutzes that were in the abyss, including yours. So your nitzutz was triggered. Because when you go down to a very low place, people, people who are low can relate to you. If you stay in an ivory tower, you can't relate to these people. At Sia Sha'oil, you have to go sometimes down very low. The Basham Tov said, the Gemara Mishnah says in Rishon Shlech Tzibur, She'enei Moitse, She'enei Mechuyev Bedover, Enei Moitse, Yasharab Miyadei Chivase. Shlech Tzibur, who's not obligated to do a mitzvah, can't fulfill the mitzvah for others, like reading the Megillah or blowing Shoifer, right, or benching. I have to be Mechuyev. So the Basham Tov said, Mechuyev also means guilty. Mechuyev as in Yatza Chayev. Chayev in, 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 in Gemara is often used for guilt. You're chayev, not just obligated. You're chayev. Yotzach mechuyev bedina. Shliach tzibur she'enei mechuyev bedavar. Shliach tzibur who's not mechuyev, he's not guilty. In other words, he, he's not connected to the challenge. Enei moitzius harabim yedei chayvosim. He can't take out the people from their chayv, from their guilt. A lifeguard can't save the person by saying, hey, come out of the water, you batlan. He can't save somebody that way. He has to jump in. When you jump in, it could be dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. But that's the only way you could schlep him out. He has to get, you have to get, as they call it, down and dirty. It's not so easy for people. I want to remain, uh, I want to remain on the top of my tower and I'll take a megaphone and I say, hey, come here, come here, <laughs> come to me. But the person, the famous story with Reb Nachman, everybody knows, right? With the chicken with under the table, huh? You know the mice, huh? The prince who decided that he was a rooster and he sat under the table. And everybody tried every medication. And then the Chachem went down under the table. He said, Because then there's kinship, there's empathy. Without empathy, there's no connection. Without connection, I can't get you out. So the Maggot tells this person, How did you get out? You want to be inspired forever. Yeah. How did you get to this space? Because somebody else wasn't inspired. Because somebody else had a spiritual nephila. And in that nephila, they lifted you up. You now want to do the opposite for everybody else. What you would dislike to be done to you, you don't want nobody else should have ever had a difficult moment because then you would have remained in the abyss. It's because somebody else went downward that you came up. It's like a seesaw. Mamasha seesaw, right? I go down and you come up. Somebody went down for you to go up. So now you never want to go down again. <laughs> That's what the Maggit told. It can't be a regalachas. So that's the word here. A malach doesn't have this problem. A malach is one-dimensional. A person is filled with paradoxes. 
there's an aliyah, there's a yirida, but it's always a journey. And that was the Chiddush of Moshe Rabbeinu, to be Megala, that all the sparks are connected to the Nekudah Sa'achtos. Like the Alter Rebbe said in Taira, one dibur, one pasuk is koilal kala teirakul. How can it be koilal kala teirakul when Taira is manifested in endless different psukim and alachas? Because in Nekudah Sa'achtos, it encompasses all of the diversity. It's just manifested in different ways. But at its core, it's one. Achas dibur elikim, shtayim zushamati. That's why the Sarim are the one who are chayfer, this Be'er, this Be'er Mayim Chayim of Nasan Meimov. That Shneel of Hashem told him, Shonor Alav, Pedek Echad. Teach the Pedek of Achtos. Yeah, that was the main, uh, the main Nekud. It's clear, you understand this word from the Magad. The Hoiben When you're in a downer, you don't have to get uh, down. Because somebody else will be uplifted. You can also see it practically. There's nothing that makes people close to other people as when they can share their moments of Yerida. Right? Somebody left me a message on Friday. So Yid, he lives in Monroe. He lives in Kiyosel in Monroe. And he watched the event on Thursday night. So he left me a message. He's a social worker, a therapist, I'm not sure exactly. I don't know, what he's involved with people. And he says the most inspiring thing is that you said, I didn't remember I said it, but you said that you have self-doubt sometimes. He says, imagine somebody getting up and saying, I have self-doubt. He says, nobody says that. Everybody says, I know exactly what to do. I didn't know what the big chiddush in that was. <laughs> but he says, wow, wow. <laughs> So I understood, when a per- in every situation, yeah, it's true in a marriage, it's true in a friendship. When you share with somebody, there was a Yid, Reb Mendel Futafas. So Mendel Futafas, he always had a very geshmak amaisis. He was an old, old Chabad Chassid from Russia. He was in Siberia for many years. So he once shared a story that uh, there was a, a Chassid in Poland, and he was going to his Rebbe. And he was a very poor man, so he was walking, he was walking with his tarba, with his, with his sack. And he was exhausted, and suddenly he sees a Jew, very wealthy and aristocrat, going in a very fancy coach. The man stops and says, Reb Yid, Vugete, where are you going? So he says, he's going to this and this city, to this Reb. He says, oh, ich dort neuch. That's where I'm going as well. So he says, Kumarov. He had a couch on the coach, you know, a comfortable couch. The Balagola, the wagoneer, was, uh, was uh, whipping the horses. The horses were going fast, and he was sitting near this wealthy Jew. Wealthy Jew says, you know, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor and I'm a very well-to-do and I'm happy to do you this favor. And he thanks him. He said, I want you to know that I'm not just a doctor. I'm a doctor that I go to the patient's houses and I sit with them and I see what they need. I don't make them schlep to me. I come to them. And this old chassid who had rags, he was like a whole, very poor. And he says, I do the same thing. Okay, interesting. He says, and by the way, I am a doctor. If somebody doesn't have money, I do it for free. I do everything. I, I treat them. I help them. I give them the remedies. I, I prescribe medicines for them, vitamins for them for free. The chassid says, ich tu I also do this. He says, you should also know that if there's an alman, if there's a widow or a yasim, an orphan, I take even more care of them. I spend more time with them. He says, ich tu I also do this. 
says, you should also know, I don't only give 10% for tzedakah, I give 20% for tzedakah. Chaymash. says, ich tu I also do it. So finally, the whole journey is... T- he said, "What's to stazay? The person not a man, a battle, a shlemazel. What's to st? What do you do?" He says, "Uch tu haychazay. Zog nor the zachin was an enshein vegemir." I do exactly the same thing. I only talk about the good things that I do. Uch tu haychazay. I do exactly the same thing. Zog nor the zachin was an good. A whole trip. He's saying all the good things. He says, "Love behind the gnam the zachin with the toast." Right, so that's but that that's really where real bonding happens. Where does real bonding happen? If I come and I sit to you and I tell you how beautiful I am, how wonderful I am, how perfect I am, it's all nice. Peseder, that's not where uh, you touch somebody, right? We touch people in our, from from our weaknesses. That's where you touch people. So it's, it's in that space. That's what the Magad is saying that you could lift somebody up. So you're not going to be vulnerable. You're going to be this perfect gear who never has a down moment. So that's the 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 kisurisim manoshim. The malach is one dimensional. A malach has one shlichus. A person, the shlichus changes constantly, and because it changes constantly, the journey changes constantly. And because the journey changes constantly, person goes into very different and paradoxical moments and can reveal the achdos. Like the Balatanya often teaches to reveal the achdos in the eretz. So now we go to the next step in, in Peter Gimel. So after this long beer, in who digs up the Be'er, the Sarim, he says, and when you dig up this Be'er, Be'er, like we said in the beginning, it's the Neshama, it's the Gili HaNeshama. So you have the Mayim Chayim. When a neshama is revealed in a person, everything is in a different place. In other words, every person has a neshama. Every person is a chelik The question is, which level of consciousness am I operating on? Right? In Tanya, and Bechlal in Sifri Chsidis a lot, Sifri Kabbalah, there's this concept of two souls. We have more than one soul. You don't have one brain. You have different brains. The idea that you have one brain, what they call a, you know, a mono brain, you have one brain and that's it. Is, is a very problematic idea. Because basically it means that everything comes from one brain and this brain is doing very crazy things and weird things and you have to shut down parts of it. When a person understands, you have different brains, different souls, and each one has different voices and different situations. That's the paradoxes. That's the paradoxes that a person has. The question is, which level of consciousness am I operating on? Could be operating on one level of, could be operating on another level of consciousness. Today, even in neuroscience, we spoke many times. There's different levels of the brain. You could be thinking with your reptilian brain, which means you're not thinking much. You could be thinking with your mammalian brain, which means you're thinking like a rat. I, I don't mean a rat in a evil way. A rat like a mouse or an elephant, a chimpanzee. You could be thinking with your prefrontal lobes, which is you know, more of a person. A nefesh You can also be thinking with your nefesh alakis. It's different states. It's always there. The question is, what's available to me? Sometimes a person, you don't have wires. You know, you can have a beautiful machine in your house, but you don't have a wire for it. So what happens? You have a computer, you have a phone, but you don't have a wire for it. So what happens? It doesn't function. Why? It's dead. But it's not really dead. You just need to energize it. So sometimes a person has it, but I have no wire to connect to. And you could see sometimes there's a person, a part of the brain, 
neuroscientists have an expression, they say, part of the brain is offline. Offline. Let's say it's offline. Sometimes there's no internet connection, yeah? It's not that there's no internet. I don't have a way to connect. Maybe I don't have the password. What's my password? So you have it in a person. You have it, but the wire has been cut. And there's a reason the wire has been cut. It could have happened because of a physical event or because of another event or because of something internal or external. So what I need to do is not create it from new. I have to wire it. I have to connect to it. I have to become aware that I have this part in me and I could use it. Sometimes a person could live half their life without knowing that they have this part in them. So it's never about getting upset at my weird brain that one day it's inspired and the next day it's mishuga. No, 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 no. It's two different brains. It's two different souls. There's a lot going on. And I have to work with each one to be able to be at Megala. So that's called gilui ha-be'er. That's why, that's why it's such an important idea to dig up the bear. What does it mean dig up the bear? You're supposed to sit with shovels? Yeah. Here the shovel doesn't mean a physical shovel and go into your brain and start banging your brain to figure it out. That's not how you're going to do it. Take a hammer and start pounding your brain. It's probably not a good idea. I mean, to discuss it with your doctor before you do it. You can also give a few migraines. But the point is, in a way, it's much deeper. It's, it's, it's having the courage to open yourself up to all the parts of yourself which you may not know about, right? If I'm used to responding to life from a particular perspective, that's my go-to place. That's my coping mechanism. I don't know that I have another uh, availability. They use the example, it's a very, it's Hashem made a, the brain called neural pathways. There's pathways that the brain creates through which it operates, through which it thinks. So imagine you go to work every day in the morning and there's a certain highway you take, wherever it is, your exit, your New Jersey office, there's a certain highway. Every day you take exactly the same highway. You're doing it for 40 years. One day the highway is blocked. So what do you do? You're stuck in traffic. The best favor somebody can do for you is tell you there's another highway. No, 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 there's no other highway. You're so used to this highway, there's no other So in cars it's not so hard. But in your brain, it's a lot harder. Because if these are my neural pathways, right? When my wife says these words, boom, this is the highway. Your child says these words, this is the highway. Your employer, your employee, your shutif, your shvige, your shve, your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, whoever it is, says these comments, my car is on the highway. It's 120 miles per hour. There's another highway. Another highway means being Megala Be'er. It means you have to reveal there's a new well. There's a different source of life. There's a different source of inspiration. There's a lot of cover-ups, a lot of earth, MS. So I have to work through the earth. But don't think that there's no Be'er Ma'im There's a Be'er Ma'im That's the avoid. Now I need the tools. You need the tools to be able to do that. Not everybody can do it on their own. You need a support system. You need tools. But those, that is the ability, that is the tachlis to be able to be at Megala. Seklar, Klar, the Olam here understands, ah, the Chesidim Fashtayin, good, say, Filinoi Chadim Fashtayinar, we're vulnerable. Madalach Sani Lechavrech Loi Savid. It's not so much examining your deeds, it's, it's much deeper than that. Because I can examine my deeds from the same point of view that I examined my deeds last year. You understand? That's one of the biggest challenges that people have. They try to do improvement, but they're using the same tools that they always had. So their improvement is very, very limited because what they need is a complete... Huh? Yeah, the definition of insanity, right. 
I'm using the same tools and I'm expecting different results. You understand? The person means well. The person means well. They're not conscious. It's not. It's not a person's fault. It's not. You have to be. You have to have a lot of courage. Growth comes through a lot of courage. A lot of courage. The young man he was having terrible shalom bias problems. What happened? Anger management. He would explode on his wife and his kids. Now I knew him. He's a grada nice person. He felt there's an expression in Shevet Mudr. He would regret it immediately and he would apologize. But the next day it happened again and then again and then again and again. So he went to somebody, and the person says, you're not learning enough. You have to learn more. Which is a beautiful, beautiful thing, to learn more. And then another person gave him another, he said, to read this, to read that, to read that. Nothing was helping. His problem was not learning. He had all the information. He didn't have a problem with information. <laughs> he knew he would regret it. It's not like he had to be learned and educated that you don't behave this way. It was very clearly that this kid, this person, is becomes a two, three-year-old child who's trying to survive. He's being threatened. Information is not going to help him. <laughs> His information is all processed through trauma. You understand? Cheshben and Nefesh was not what he needed. He needed a completely different idea. He needed to be Megala, different parts of his brain that he didn't know about. They've been offline probably since he's four years old. Only when a person can begin to open themselves up to this can there be real healing in these situations. Sometimes a person just needs information. But most people don't need information. And if you don't know, Google knows. So he says, what comes out from the Be'er? It comes out Mayim Chayim. Shukiyim yoisim ebchines ava berish pe'esh beslavu satfilu aideyiz beinunus. There's what's called Ava Ka'esh and Ava Kamayim. Often love is compared to fire. Right? We say in, in, in Shehashirim, Rishafeha Rishve'esh Shalheves Yutke. Your heart is on fire. So he says, but there's something that lasts longer than fire. The fire has to eat up the oil or the logs or the whatever is feeding the flame. So you can have a fire, you know, sometimes you're at a fire and the fire brent, but in an hour there's nothing left. It's not so easy always to hold up a fire. He says, yoyse, the water, water is self-contained. So he says, yoyse, it endures more than the love of Rishpeyesh Bislava Satfila. Sometimes a person is on fire and you want that fire to remain. It doesn't. We all know it, right? Sometimes you're on fire. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's heartwarming. But the fire gets extinguished and the person feels He says, that's why you have to have water. You can't only have fire. You need fire. And that's the Be'er Mayim Chay. Mayim has a kiyum, he says. More than the Ava Berishvet, the person has his Slavos. His Slavos means passion, fire, a lav, a flam fire in Yiddish. There's the love of fire and there's the love of water. The love of fire is very passionate. And when it's when fire is burning, it's much more exciting than water. It's electrifying, it's it's intense. Just like when you have it also between people. You have in a relationship, an avakaesh and an avakamayim. The Balatanya says. Koil doidi doifik pischili achoisi rayasi. 
We once learned a Maim in Parshas Bahar. The Balatanya says, it was on Shabbos, I think. There's a choysi d'Israel. What's the difference between your wife? Well, Hashem says, you're my sister, you're my wife. Well, what, what does that mean? You don't usually tell your wife, you're my sister, you're my wife. It's two separate things. You're not supposed to marry your sister. Cain and Hevel was a one-time event. The Pshat is, it's two types of love. A husband and a wife are capable of a certain ish, there's a certain fire. It can go both ways, like the Gemara says in Saita, ish v'isha, zachu, right? It's ish, yud, and ish, hey, and together it makes yudke. But if they get rid of the yudke, he says, ish oich ish, one fire destroys another fire. Because ish and ish, it's a fire. In other words, husbands and wives, is fire. <laughs> if you bring in yudke, so the fire becomes like a shmaka fire. And if not, it becomes a problematic fire. Somebody asked me the other day, why is it that in America there's 60% divorces? I said, why not? <laughs> why not? For people to stay married and to stay in a very loving state, it's, 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 it's a chiddush. It's not, don't take it for granted. It's not like it happens. It doesn't happen. Fire doesn't burn. You light a candle. Yeah, you come back a week later. Where's the fire? What, what, what do you do to maintain the fire? Fires don't just last. They have to be fed. They have to be nurtured. If you leave a fire on its own, it's going to be extinguished. People say, we had a, had a beautiful vacation for three weeks. We went away three weeks. It was Ganeiden Mamish, which is also a Chiddush. That vacation should be Ganeiden Mamish. Most fights happen on vacation because people don't have what to do with their lives. Maybe unless you're hiking very intensely, so you get exhausted, is very good. But uh, so he comes back and he wants, what happened to it? Why doesn't it last forever? It doesn't last forever because fires don't last. Then there's something called achosi, my sister. A relationship between siblings, I'm not talking about a crazy dysfunctional family where nobody talks with each other, it's a tragedy. I'm talking about a normal family where there's you know, basic trust and love. Achosi, your sister, you're not on fire to your sister, at least let's hope so. It's a stable relationship. You can't get divorced from your sibling. You can get divorced from a spouse. You could get divorced. So it's a difference of avakaish and avakamayim. There's a mylin each, but the mylin mayim is, it's a consistent thing. You know, a family. That's the concept of family. Where they say, what's the definition of home? What's the definition of home? The place that they let you in where, no, where nobody else lets you in. Home, they let you in. And the place you don't have to have a reason why you go there. You know, why, why, why you're home? Somebody asks you, why did you come home? What, 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 are you, what are you here for? Yeah? This is where I am. There's a certain stability. So he says, in Avodah Hashem, there's a moment of Rachaisi, a moment of Rayasi. There's Avaka Eish. But then there's a time there's no Eish, but there could still be Mayim. And that's what he says. Avashain Lavsik. Vizui Mailas Avram Oyhavi Isha Chesed Schoir of Nimshech Acharecha Kamayim. We say in the Tfilis of, uh, of Geshem. Shmini Atzeres, you start asking for rain. Schoy, remember the father who was drawn after you? Kamayim like water. What's up, it's like water. Well, we're talking about Mayim. And then we're Megala and every one, something that happened with Mayim. And then we come to Moshe Rabbeinu. What do we say by Moshe Rabbeinu? Al hoch, Right? Al hoch. He struck the rock. You have to understand how that falls into Tfilas Geshem. You're trying to ask Hashem. He should give us Mayim because of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Yitzchak uh, stuck out his neck to be slaughtered. And Yaakov was Megala the Be'edis, and the Maklas, Al Shikasus Hamayim. And then, biggest chus, Allah, Selah, Hachva, Yitzchak, Mayim. What's so good about that? 
So that's what we explained last time, what Moshe Rabbeinu was trying to do when he struck the rock. But that's the Nekuda, that here the, the Vart is the Mayim. The Mayim has a stability. Even after davening. Sometimes a person can't have his bonus that's going to bring you fire. But the Mayim is the consistency. After the parentheses, he brings the parentheses, that's why it says, Shlach Lach Mecha Al Pnei HaMayim. Famous expression. Shlach Lach Al Pnei HaMayim. He send your bread over the water, which also means, which also means the consistency. Good question. Gitakasha. He says, maybe Allah Salah goes on the first time around. Pasha's Bishalach. How do I know not? Because that was on the Tzur. Vikisa Batsur. This time in Chukas at Selah. Two separate words. In Pasha's Bishalach, Hashem said, Vikisa Batsur. In Pasha's Chukas, he says, Vidibartem Ela Selah. Vayaches Haselah Bimateyu Pamam. So it says, Allah Selah, it's the second time around. It should have said, Allah Tzur Hach Vayetzumayim. That would have been very Gishmak. Doesn't say that Allah Selah Hach Vayetzumayim. Huh? That's a good question. It's two different types of rocks. You're going to learn geology. One day, when you finish with physics, go, go into geology and you'll see the Tzur and Selah. That's true. But generally, a Tzur is more tough. A Selah is rocky on its exterior, but is moist on the interior. A tzur is rocky on the inside and on the in- outside. It's much more tough, more dry, more dry. There's no no inner, sometimes rocks inside have some, you know, moist, or at least softness. They're more e- easier to grind and so forth. I believe that's the difference. The word sela, if you take in Hebrew, the words are very, the letters are very essential, like we always learn, because the letters are the oasis of Asarim Amaris, they're the oasis of the energy. So the names are very important. If you take the word Sela, so Samach Lamed Ayin. So if you spell out Samach fully, it's Samach Mem Chaf. If you spell out Lamed, it's Lamed Mem Dalad. If you spell out Ayin, it's Ayin Yud Nun. The middle letters is Mayim. Samach Lamed Ayin Mem Yud Mem. In other words, deep in the Sela, you're going to find Mayim. And that's the vart, that in the cellar there's mayim. That be'er has mayim. You don't have to worry about it. You have to reveal it. It's a very big difference. If you're sitting in front of somebody and you know that there's mayim, you know there's mayim, it's not a shayla. It's not 90% sure. Imagine I tell you there's a treasure in your garden. There's a treasure. Somebody hid a million dollars in your garden. Go dig. You're digging and digging and digging. You can't find it. So if it's 50% as a treasure, after digging for a year, you're going to stop. But if you know for sure that there's money there. So every time you don't find it, what does it mean? You're getting closer. It's a different attitude. That's the key difference. That's why when the, when the Chachmei Hachsidus, the Baal Shem insisted that in every Jew there's a Be'er Mayim Chaim, they didn't say it's 90%, it's 60%, it's 50%. It's everybody besides, the, besides, besides me or playing their money who's a loser. No, no. It's, it's not a, it's not, it's a thousand percent, it's a hundred percent. It's a different attitude. So he says the Mayim, that's the the Schoid Avnim Shachacharacha Kamayim. Vahainu Lefishe Mayim Chayim Shemakablam Mechachma Shenikra Aschayim. It's called Mayim Chayim, which comes from Chachma. 
We learned about Chachman bin in the previous Maim of Kairach Va'avad Halevi, who you remember Moichin the Abba, Moichin the Imei Ratzir Shoif. This is a Hemshech. So Mayim Chayim calls it Kiachachma Techaya. Shleimah Melech says in Mishle, Hachachma Techaya Ba'aleha. Chachma gives life to its master. Which al pipnimius means that Chachma is the source of life. Kulam Bechachma Sisa. Be'er Pnei Melech Chayim. Because Chachma is the embodiment of Bittl, and that's always the source of life. Why is Bittl the source of life? Because what does Bittl mean? Alignment with the source. If not, it wouldn't be the source of life. If you touch Bittl as self-destruction, then it's not the source of life. But if you understand that Bittl is Koyachma, Koyach, the ability to say what? In other words, to connect with a source... So then Chachma is Chayim, HaChachma Techayim, Be'er Pnei Melech Chayim, when there's Oyer of the Pnei Melech, which is Chachma, that's Chayim. So Mayim Chayim is connected to Chachma. In another mimer of Sukkot, so Shafta Maim Balatanya says, all year they poured on the Mizbeach wine. Only on Sukkot did they pour Nisach And this doesn't even say in Chumash that Stukim didn't believe in Nisach What's the difference? Wine is more associated with conscious simcha. People drink, right? The Gemara says in Erevin, Nichnas Yayin, Yotzasoid. Wine is a joyous drink, we all know. People don't sit out for festivities and say, let's drink water. You drink water, but drink wine. Wine is wine. So he says, wine represents like a fire. People get excited. Mayim is a much more boring drink. The Mishnah says in Brachas that if you're not thirsty when you drink water, you don't even make a bracha. Right? Because it's tasteless, it's colorless, and it's, it's, uh, it's scentless. <laughs> Unless you're thirsty. But Mayim represents a deeper dveikas. And that's the dveikas that's deeper than fire. And he says it's like when the child is by the father. What does this mean? If you didn't meet somebody for a few years and you meet them, so you scream, you're passionate, like in the airport, you see them from far. Once the child meets his father, they hug, there's no screaming anymore. Why? Now you should scream. Because now it's not screaming, now it's oneness. So the silence of water is not really silent as much as it is complete dveikas. There's no passion, not because there's no passion but because you're completely one with something. Passion always represents that there's still a gulf, and I'm trying to overcome the distance, the barrier. That's what creates noise. And now it's a beautiful thing. It means you're excited. But don't, don't, uh, don't be fooled by silence, because sometimes silence is much, much deeper. Sometimes, you know, you have a person who died, you with different tzaddikim, some people daven, and they screamed, and they jumped. It was beautiful. Sometimes you had a person... Tzadik Davin, you didn't see anything. You would think, oh, the person is daydreaming. No, no, no. In real dveikas, there's no passion. Not because there's no passion, because you're completely one. He says, when the Ben is by the Aviv, Eshreitnisht, Eshreitnisht. Where I grew up, there was an Alte Gaba. He was a Dokshut Sayyid from Poland. His name was Abyeichen and Gordon. He was a very funny guy. So Achsid Sayyid came into Shul to Davin and he starts screaming, Matoyi he goes over to me and says, Did you try first talking to Hashem nicely? <laughs> you don't have to scream right away. <laughs> he was joking. He says, You know, before you holler, be nice. <laughs> 
My point is that sometimes his slavos is because I'm distant. So therefore, I'm overcoming the distance. And Mayim, he says, is when the Ben is by the father, Taka. You don't need Medafne Shrayin. Now, sometimes I am distant. So the passion is helpful. Right? The passion is helpful. But when there's real Dveikus, it's the Pchin of Avakamayim. And that's stable, that's consistent. Because it's not separate. It looks counterintuitive, but that's how it is. And therefore, the uh, um, and this gilu in a person is what learning is about. Immerse, immersing in Torah. Torah, it says in Zohar, it's an expression, Torah comes from Chachma. It doesn't only mean Torah is wisdom. It means Torah is an embodiment. It's a friend of Hashem's Chachma. Mayim Chayim. Pchin is Bittel. So Torah, when Torah is learned in this state of oneness, it affects in the soul of a person the same point. Don't make a chilul Hashem. But the Balatanya always touches from the word chalal. We touch sechalalu. Don't desecrate. He always touches sechal from the word chalal. V'loy sechalalu. Don't make believe there's a chalal where the shechina is not there. That's what chilal Hashem really means. It's not just don't make a chilal Hashem, don't desecrate Hashem's name. Chilal Hashem means something much deeper. Chilal is believing that there's a space that is not fully present with Hashem's infinity of Einoid Mulvada. So v'loy sechalalu means that in Torah a person can get closer to this space of not to push away, so to speak, the feet of the Shekhinah. My words I place in your mouth, because real Torah means I'm a conduit for your words. It's not a separate person learning. There's four parshias of Kriyashma that we put in the tefillin. Kaddish, v'hoye kiviyacha, shma v'hoyem shamaya. So in Kabbalah it says that Kaddish is chachma, Kaddish is chachma. V'hoye kiviyacha is bina. Shma v'hoyem shamaya is chesed and gvura, which comes through das. And that's why tefillin is the hamshacha of dalad moichin. Chachma, Kaddish, bina, v'hoye kiviyacha, and das, which is shma v'hoyem shamaya, which is chesed and gvura. The machloikas of Rashi Rabbeinu Tam and the tefillin is not a machloikas Tam about the order of the parshiyas technically. It's a whole different energy, Rabbeinu Tam's tefillin, than, uh, than Rashi's tefillin. told you once the story with him of Ramah Malach and Alter Rebbe. Tefillin Rabbeinu Tam is Chachmet, tefillin of Rashi is Bina. So he says in Parshish Kaddish, when he speaks about the tefillin, he says, L'zikorin b'nei necha. Zikorin comes from Chachu, which is Mayim Chayim, Mayim Chayim which remains consistent. Because that's what Torah does. It says in Sifri, it says, you should love Hashem. How do you love? How do you love Hashem? So he says, That's what Torah is. Through Torah you get to know Hashem. You get to recognize Hashem. Yeah, when you love somebody, you have to get to know them. If you don't get to know them, you can't love them. 
Before she had a child, Adam has to know. And knowing is his kashras. If you don't know somebody, you have to spend time getting to know the person. It's very hard for people, because people can be married for many years, but you don't really know your spouse. You know the person you would like to think you know. Or you know the person you would like to, you would want her to be that person in your own imagination. You have to get to know the person. Right? Love is not, I, I, I love who you are. I don't love who I think you are. Somebody once said, most people love, they don't love somebody else. They love who they think the other person is. You have a caricature. <laughs> and that's what I love. That's not love. You love your child or you love who you think your child is. Once you discover who they are, it's a whole different avoid. So the Sifri says, you have to be makir as You have to know them. That's Torah. He says, on a deeper level, on a deeper level, what is it? There's love that's called seeing and there's love that's called hearing. He says, a love that's hearing, which is always from a distance, is esh. And a love of re'iyah that you see is mayim, which is bittel. It's not passion, it's bittel. Because when you see something, you can get lost in it. You know, you get mesmerized by it. It's like you lose your observatory status. Shmiya is always you remain in your place and you hear the information, you digest it. Re'iyah, they say seeing is believing. Or the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, Ein Eid Nasadayan. A witness can't be a judge. Because once you saw it, the objectivity is killed forever. You know, once you saw something, people who have seen certain things, they're in a different place. It's a different place. <clears throat> I was once at a dinner. It was in Chicago. It was before Corona. It was a huge crowd. There was a school, a yeshiva there, had a big dinner. And uh, they asked, I was, the, I was the guest, the speaker at the dinner. So I finished the speech. I was finishing with a story. So I was telling a story about the Holocaust. I kid you not, somebody gets up in the middle. And I right away saw he's an elderly man. And I, always, I right away knew he was a survivor. I could see, you know, you could see. And he says, he says, chutzpah of you to tell a story about the Holocaust. Chutzpah of you. You make the people believe that you know what happened there. Sit down and don't tell the story. He was in Auschwitz. So that's what I did. I said, you're right. And I sat down. I sat down. What's the difference? There's re'iyah, there's shmiyah, right? You have it, unfortunately, in, 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 in terrifying experiences, but you have it in everything. Shmiyah, you heard a story. It can affect you, it can impact you, but it's processed by your own identity. Re'iyah, yeah, even though re'iyah is also processed by me, but re'iyah, it's a different level of intimacy with the story. You, know, you saw it, it's different. It's more the story defines you. In shmiyah, you define the story. So he says, in Avodah Hashem, you have also Shmiyah and you have Re'iyah. In Shmiyah, you define God. In Re'iyah, God defines you. When you define God, there's passion. When God defines you, there's Bittal, there's Dvekas. That's Mayim, it's not Esh. It's a different type of a relationship. And that's consistent because it's not about passion. Sometimes people think if there's no passion, there's no relationship. Sometimes the deepest relationships have no passion. Not because you don't feel. Because it's beyond feeling. You hear the difference? 
You have a mother sitting with her child in the hospital, or you don't even in the bedroom. Four o'clock in the morning, she's exhausted. She hasn't slept. The chveis and lying, right? If you ask her, are you very passionate? <laughs> You're feeling a lot of islavas. I'm not feeling anything. All I could think about is a bed, right? But you take that child away. Oh, she say, oh, she doesn't really care. Yeah, take that child away from her and see what happens. You understand what I'm saying? Don't measure closeness always by how much the fire is burning. It's beautiful when there's a fire. But he says the Mayim is much deeper than the Ish. Vos Frexto. It's true, the Mittler Rebbe by davening you saw nothing. They used to say, On the outside it looks like a coal, on the outside it looks dark. Inside you touch it, you get burnt. I grew up by the Lubavitcher Rebbe. It was a Pella. Could stand at the stender 10, 20 hours and did not move. <laughs> you know, people go like this, they go like this, <laughs> they shake. But should not move. <laughs> but it affected you in a way, in an unbelievable way. Once by nearly started to break down sobbing and everyone was like shocked because of the. Different tzaddikim, they daven in different ways. You know, sometimes a person is not moving, it's because they're not there in the most powerful way. There's no separateness. So let's finish the Nekudah here. And where does this Mayim Chayim come from? Always from the Be'er, from below the earth. That's the mitzvahs that are all dressed up in physicality, in earth. You can't be mekayim a mitzvah without earth. How are you going to put on tefillin if you don't want to deal with physicality? How are you going to give tztok? How are you going to do trumas, maizas, shabbos, yomtev, matzah, shoifer? Everything is gashmis. Very few mitzvahs that don't need gashmi. All of Torah is an explanation on mitzvahs. Take any Mesechta and Shas, Mesechta's Brachas, is an explanation on the Mitzvah of Krishna, the Mitzvah of Tefillah, the Mitzvah of Brachas. Shabbos, explanation on the Mitzvah of Shabbos. What is Torah? Torah is a commentary on the Mitzvahs. <laughs> There's nothing in Torah that's not a commentary on the Mitzvahs. He's talking about Torah Shabal Peh. Obviously you have in Tanakh, you have stories, you have ideas, you have Divrei Agada, but generally Torah is an explanation on the Mitzvahs which are all earthy. So Torah is the Mayim Chayim that comes from the Eretz. Mayim is again one. My words come into your mouth, meaning your mouth is a conduit, it's not separate. It says, the Novi says, Living water will come out of Yerushalayim. Half will go to the Yamakadmoini on the east. The Mayim Chayim of Torah, which are enclosed in earth, in Gashmis, in the mitzvahs, they will go from the below. And they will fill the Yamakadmoini. So the Yamakadmoini becomes a recipient from the Mayim Chayim. Like it says, we have it also in Pirkei when two people learn Torah. 
Yirei Hashem Hashem Vayishma. When a person speaks to his friend, right? Hashem is listening. Hashem has to listen me and you learning. You're learning what came from him. Imagine, right? I wrote a sefer, and you were learning with somebody else that sefer. I don't have to listen. I know what I wrote. You're learning what I wrote. So it says Hashem is listening. Hashem is listening to the two people learning. What does he have to listen? He doesn't know it. It's The word Hakadosh Baruch Hu is often described as meaning the Shechina that comes into the world. The which is manifested in physicality. These halachas that are all melubash and gashmis, it comes from a tremendous high shayrish, like we learned earlier. Whatever is higher comes down lower. So therefore it accesses elokus from soiv of kalam, and so vayakshiv Hashem. Vayishma, memalakalam, which is the energy that is limited in the world, is vayishma. Is absorbs, listens to the Eirat Torah that comes out through Neshamas down here that are learning Torah that deals with the Inyanim Gashmim. At Kedekach. At Kedekach. Be another five minutes. I just want to finish the Nukud. Vayim Mizeh Bezoya Chelek Bez Vayakal. Vezeh Uinyan Bemechoykek Bemeshan Oisam. The Shira continues. Be'ercha Farua Sarim. Karua Nedivayam Bemechoykek Bemeshan Oisam. Mechoykek is with... Uh, uh, maces, you know, when they have this uh, maces like a, a stick with uh, with um, with a point on the bottom, it was a weapon with which they used to dig. B'meshanoisim with their staff. That's how they dug out these wells. B'mechoykek b'meshanoisim. That's what the the, the Shira reads in Parshas Chukas. So he says, "Kamashakasu b'mechukaisai telechu." The word "bechukaisai" is connected to the word "mechoykek," which is chakika engraving. The word mechaykek is also an engraver of the law, right? Mechaykek mebein raglov. So he says, "Shnei chakikos lekliyah darachmashal mebayis mebechutz." When you engrave a vessel, people who who mold vessels, there's two chakikos, there's two engravements from the inside and from the outside. I don't know if you ever dealt with pottery or you ever saw a potter or he makes, for example, klecheres. You know, you take the earth, you mix it with mud, water, you mix it with some straw, and you have to mold the keli. So there's what you do inside, and what does you do outside? He says, On the outside, you have to remove all the rust. On the inside, you have to engrave a cavity, a base kibble. It should be able to receive. <laughs> if it's going to be a full keli, you can't do anything with it. You want to make a cup, you want to make a bowl, you want to make a pot, you want to make a barrel. You have to create a base kibble. On the outside, you don't need a cavity. On the outside, you need a wall. But on the outside, you want to remove all the dirt, all the rust. He says, There's also an avoid to turn your soul into a keli. That's all also chakika. And there's two different avoiders. There's chakika sakeli mi bachutz, and there's chakika sakeli mi bifnim. It's a very, very profound idea. It's, it's also in communication and teaching. When you want to make a keli, there's two separate avoiders. First, you have to work on the outside. If you ever see a potter, he straightens it up. You ever saw pottery? 
in your journeys. He straightens it up. He makes it smooth. But that's not the keli yet. <laughs> that's all on the outside. Very nice. Now, <laughs> you have to make a keli mevifnim. You always start with mebachutz. What does this mean? In communication, you see this constant communication. The first thing is you have to make a person a keli on the outside. The outside is more external. But this is where the Gemara says that Rabbi used to say a milsa de first before he used to teach. You make the people ready and open. Right? It's the beginning. On the outside, you have to remove the resistance. But that's not yet the keli. Then there's working through the pnim. It's like in your own children. If there's no trust, if there's no kinship, you can't go anywhere. First is chikas haklimi bachutz. And then there's chikas haklimi bifnim. So he says, lahavir kol mi bachutz, lahavir kol meneo master vubchines chfira. That's chfira. We learned this chfira and kriya. Chfir is removing the heavy clods of earth. That's Kriya. could only dwell with his bittel, with his So the Mechaikik, the engraver, creates the clay kibble, he allows that the Torah should be accessed in a state of openness, bittel. That's what a keli is. You're open. It's not full. If my keli is full, I can't accept anything. <laughs> I have to have an empty keli in a good way to be able, not a pusta keli, <laughs> an empty keli means an open keli to receive, like we learned some time ago, we spoke about, you know, when you're learning Torah as a child, or you're learning Torah as an old person. A child, you're open, you're a clay kibble. So that's the mechaikik. There's always two stages in life. There's chikikas haklimi bachutz and chikikas haklimi bifnim. Chikikas haklimi bachutz is to remove resistance, trust. That's not enough. So now you like me. We're, we're in the same playing fields. But what do I do with that? Now you have to really uh, open up a clay kibble to be able to receive something deeper. And then he says, b'mishanoisam. B'mishanoisam, What's been, it says, they're usually translated as a stick. Really, Mish'an is a support system. Right? Mish'anet, in Hebrew, to support. Those are those who support Torah. It's a tree of life for those who hold on to it. But Machzikim also means those who are Machzik. Machzikia Torah. They hold on to it. They make it strong. They support it. Yisachar and Zvulun had a partnership. Yisachar learned. Zvulun supported Yisachar. But don't think that Zvulun was just a nachschlepper. In some ways, Zvulun became higher than Yisachar. In a way that also means that has a like we spoke about the Mayim Chayim. The water comes from above, it goes below, and from the below it brings up water. Zvulun who was involved in physicality more than Yisachar, his goodness, his livelihood, his money. Supports Yisachar. So Yisachar could only learn with the energy, with the livelihood that he gets from Zvulun. In that sense, Zvulun has something that comes before Yisachar because he's the one who gives the life that he should be able to learn. The Mayim Chayim, the Chiyos that he should be able to learn. That's why in the Pasuk it says, Smach Zvulun B'Tzei Secha, 
Yisachar Ba'alech, it should be first Yisachar, then Zvulun. He says, no, in one Indian, Zvulun comes before Yisachar. By Zvulun it says, Moshe Rabbeinu says, the nations will come and call out by the mountain. So Chazal say that all the business people would come, and they were so impressed, they would go to the Harabayas and see the Beis HaMikdash, and see the uniqueness, and the monotheism, one Torah, one God, unlike the Avodah Usually we say, who could go up on Hashem's mountain? Who could stand there? Nobody can go. It's very hard to climb the mountain. The Chiddush of Zvulun is that even Amim, nations, when it comes from the word Umamus, Umamus means are dull coal that have been extinguished. Even somebody in a state of Amim, Umimus, they can also come to the Har. In other words, Zvulun lifts up everybody. Achine, so that's the Mishanoisam. So you have the Be'er Mayim Chayim, which is Torah. you need the clay kibble, and you have Mishanoisam is the Tam And he finishes, Achine, Kol Pchines Hanal, Shbebchines Be'er Mematalamaylet, Sodachlius Yisarusa Delele, Lefnei Yisarusa Delesat. Everything that we speak about, you always need an Isarusa de la a Isairus, a chizik from the Rabbinah Shalalam, before a person's Isarusa de la Sata. The Gemara says, Everything needs an arousal from below that Hashem says, You're ready for Isarusa de la Sata. It is never completely That's why the Shira starts off, That's when Yisrael sang, Who's Yisrael? Yisrael de la Yisrael the Leila means Yisrael on their highest level, the source of Knesset Yisrael. They sing out, Ali Be'er, come up Be'er. Who is that? He Knesset Yisrael. The Be'er, like he said in the beginning of the Mayim, is Knesset Yisrael, Mekur, Neshamas Yisrael. The source of all the Neshamas Shekhinesses, Vaisefes L'Saychab Knesset Yisrael, the Leila, which gathers inside of it, the Mekur, the spiritual source of Yisrael in, in, in divinity. Knesset Yisrael gathers... So Oz Yashi Yisrael, the highest level of Yisrael, sings to Knesset Yisrael, sings to the community of Yisrael. And what does she sing? Enulah, Ali Be'er, Enulah. Bring up the Be'er, bring up Knesset Yisrael. Enulah milmaila lamata. Respond to her from above to below. Lias Yisarusa de la Eila Shalifnei Yisarusa de la Sata. Kedeliyas Ali Be'er mimata lamaila. In order for the Be'er to be able to lift itself up from the earth, Enulah, you first need a response from above. Like Vatan Lehem Miriam. It says Miriam initiated the Shira, right? So he says, Oz Yashi Yisrael, Yisrael de Leela sings a song. Ali Be'er, speaking to Knesset Yisrael, lift up Be'er. But in order for that, we need Enulah. You have to trigger, you have to arouse the Be'er. You always need Hashem. To help and say, we're ready for Yisrael Zedul Then I could do my work. That's why we say in Davening, I'm supposed to do tshuva. <laughs> What's Pshat? You bring us back in tshuva. We say every day. Bring us back in tshuva. Or we say in before Krishna. Krishna. So do bina. The answer is You want to be, of course, the person has to do it, but you always need a Open up the door for me. 
Avinu Avarachman Vesem Bilibenu, and then I could take it and go Lahavin Dover Mitoch Dover, go deeper. Kigama Rachmanus Agdoila Shalenu, Hirchokeme Asagasenu, Veenon Yucholum La Eridus Rachmanus Kemoshehi. As much compassion as you have for yourself, it's never the level of compassion that the Shechina has for you, because you don't know your own greatness. You know, Rachmanus is always based on how powerful you are. When you see somebody homeless, and you find out that this person, right, a few years ago was a multi-billionaire, it's a bigger Rachmanus than somebody who was born in the gutter. It's a different level. You find out as a prince. What if you find out that this wasn't just a prince, you're talking about the highest of the highest of the highest, the Rachmanus is bigger. So he said, as much Rachman as you have on your soul, the Rachman that Hashem has on your soul is a different level. You'll never experience it because you don't know your own greatness. So Avinu Avarachim and Rachim Naleinu, that compassion is much deeper. He says, we could never trigger that level of Rachmanus because you never know your infinite greatness like that. So therefore, allow me to experience the empathy from your perspective. Visarusa de Lusat Elazu. This also comes through Torah. Chachma is bechutz. You have chachma in the beginning, chachma the end. Chachma b'roish shibchinas esarusa d'leila shalafnei esarusa d'lasata. V'chachma b'soif shaydei esarusa d'lasata esarusa d'leila. You have the chachma in the beginning, which triggers the esarus, and you have the chachma at the end, which comes from the esarusa d'lasata. That through the esarusa d'lasata comes the esarus from above. You have the Yisraelis from above that precedes the person's Avoidah and that follows the person's Avoidah. Precedes the person's Avoidah that, that empowers you. And then there's the one that comes from your Avoidah, the response after your Avoidah. There's the one that initiates it, it triggers, and then there's the one that follows. This is the well that you dig out. And through that, the living waters come out of the well, and ultimately fill even the Yama Kadmani. Have a beautiful day and a beautiful week. So remember that this week and next week, I'm going to be away, so Be'ez Hashem will resume the week after. Okay, please tell anybody that you know who comes. Asach Hatzlacha, Agazun Tezumer, and Psudis Toivis Tamid Kalayamim. Ah, Yilchazer, Reb Moshe Yilchazer, Yisarusid Lusata, <laughs> there's also an avoid of shakal and zich. It's not a stira. There's, uh, there's different, uh, different states, different... Uh, you want to know how you develop tools? The first step is always awareness. When a person looks at their, how do I respond to situations in life? If those responses are coming from different places, the I'll see it in the responses. For example, if I'm responding with no patience, if I'm responding with no love, if I'm responding with uh, anger, if I'm responding with, uh, with fear, if I even need to respond, if I even need to, that means that I'm, I'm, being, I'm operating in a much more narrow place. You know, If I see that people that I really love are getting hurt by me, and people who love me, I'm getting hurt by them. So these are all. Um, so you know that you need. New it, be- it become a person has to be aware of all these things, and you know, and relationships are very important because they give us feedback. When you have a real relationship, you get feedback. Like, 
Like, you know, how are you experiencing this relationship? You know, that feedback allows us to open ourselves up to what's going on. So that's the first step always. The first step is, you know, that awareness of, of, uh, of something is going on now. It doesn't change in a day, but that awareness is the beginning of a process where the person could now start asking, you know, what, what is it? <laughs> what is it? And that's what it really means to clean up the earth. Clean up the earth means, you know, what, 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 what are these blockages? Now, I may not be able to always do it myself. Sometimes if it's very, very intense blockages, I need a mechaikik. I need somebody to help me in, you know, open up the keli. But opening up the keli is really, can you create space for a relationship? Not so easy. Sometimes my keli is blocked, you know. I, I can't let anybody in. It's filled up with earth. I'm not letting anybody in. Knesset uh, Yisrael is the space where all the neshamas are one. So it's in every person. That nekuda in the Jew, where all the neshamas are, mechunas are connected, and they're mekabel from the source, that's called Knesset Yisrael. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.